Hello, and welcome to Crowdsource Q&A, where we ask you, our online community, to submit questions for us to ask a featured technology and lifestyle book author. I'm Edie Schimmel, National Braille Press's Marketing Director, and today I'm chatting with our Editor and Programs Manager, Cassell Wilson, and our special guest, Judy Dixon, Accessible Technology Pioneer and author of now 13 NBP Technology Guides. Welcome to you both. Thank you. All right, so we're just going to jump right in. Your latest technology book is Capturing and Sharing the World, Taking Photos and Videos with an iPhone. Tell us about the project. It was a really fun project. Uh, a lot has changed. I actually wrote a book about iPhone photography in 2013, 14. And and it was fun then. I actually went through a lot of apps in those days that people used to take pictures with an iPhone. And so much has changed since then. And the camera and photos app have so many features that I wasn't even able to cover apps for taking pictures. I just covered what you can do with the camera app and what the kinds of things you can do with the later iPhones and it was it was pretty amazing. For for capturing and sharing the world, you expand more into uh some of the other features now. What has changed the most with uh with iPhone cameras? Well, the fact that there are more than one camera is pretty significant. Uh the phone that I used most for this book has three cameras. And there's a lot you can do, and there's a lot you can do that's really helpful to a blind photographer. For example, if you have a phone that has more than one camera, the phone knows to capture some of the stuff actually outside the frame of the picture that you're asking for. So if you need to straighten the picture, because keeping it straight isn't always the easiest thing, if you need to straighten the picture, it actually has some extra picture to uh, to put in there to make it straight. And it, straightening is something that it can do automatically, which is really cool. Cause, and it has extra stuff to do it with. It's really there's some there's some features now that are super helpful to a blind photographer. So uh, give us a, a kind of an overview of the structure of the book. So the book has starts out with an introduction, which gives the basics. Um, I ended up going into how a camera works because there were so many terms that a lot of us hear, and we talk about aperture and f-stops and all this sort of thing. And I didn't know what those things were. So I thought, well, if I don't know, probably a lot of the people reading this book don't know. And we, it seemed helpful to know that. So I talk about how a camera works. There's a short glossary of terms because there's a lot of, a lot of technical terms. So it's really helpful to have a place to quickly look and see what that means. And then there's a chapter on photography basics. What do you need to think about when you're taking a picture? And this is, this is a lot of the stuff that uh, I've been working on for several years how to keep it the picture straight how to how far away do you need to be 
But if you if you can't look at the viewfinder and see if the whole thing that you want to take a picture of is in the picture, how do you know how far away to be? Well, there's actually ways to know. Throughout the book, I took some pictures and then I described kind of what did I think about before I took the picture and then had a good friend of mine who helped has helped me a lot with photography stuff. He's a photographer. Uh, I sent the pictures to him and he critiqued them and he critiqued them really well. He, he, uh, he said, well, you're, this was really good, but oh, this was terrible. So that was, it was, <laughs> it was kind of, it was kind of fun. And uh, then I talked about, you know, what I might've done differently or why I did what I did. And, um, we took a picture, for example, I have a cherry tree in my front yard and it was April and I'm always wondering when this cherry tree is going to bloom. And the branches are high and you can't really feel the cherry blossoms anyway. So I always take pictures of it and send it to my friends. So I was taking pictures and so describing how far away I needed to be. And I took an iPhone and put it at the base of the cherry tree on the other side and turned on music so that I could aim my camera directly at the tree and uh, the pictures of the tree came out pretty well and that was one of the ones that I tried the photo editing the straightening it and and apparently it it, it's smart enough the the photography software in the iPhone is smart enough to even you know move move some things out of the way so that distracting aspects of it can be minimized it was really really fun so there's that whole uh, chapter on what do you need to think about, how far away to be, about the Zoom and when you need to use it, and stuff like that. Then there's a chapter about the, the camera app, and that's that's a very large part of the book. It's the camera app is is very complex, and there's a lot of things in it, and and you can do a lot of cool stuff. I mean, taking taking videos is really fun. Then there's a chapter on the Photos app, and the Photos app is for keeping all the photos that you've got, how to share them with people, how to uh, have a, you can set up a shared album so that when you take a picture, you can just put it in this album and somebody else can look at it. And I suggest people do that, especially when they're first starting out taking pictures, and they might share it with a friend to, to get some some feedback on on how they're doing. I actually used to teach photography. I, I was an adjunct professor at a small college for a while, and I taught high school photography. And wow, the way that you break down um, aperture and shutter speed and just like all the parts <laughs> of the camera, that was so good. I <laughs> I remember somebody like I used to dread that part of explaining photography because for so long because it, it took me years to figure out how to condense that down into something a teenager would even listen to and you know it yeah the way you describe it is great so I, I will just say that um, for anybody interested specifically in learning how cameras work um, your uh, your description is fantastic well the way I approach this is I have to make it make sense to me and if it doesn't make sense to me cuz it's it's tempting you can just write down a bunch of words and and but if you really don't get it yourself then then what good is it so i keep saying i've got to make this make sense and that works pretty well 
But I think one of the things that's so powerful about this book is that any of the things that we might tell ourselves about why taking a photo might be too difficult to do well, just as amateurs, you really break it down and show that, no, this, there's, a, there's almost a scientific approach you can take to taking photos. And um, that includes how you think about things like light and shadow. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Light is probably the most critical factor in taking photos. And for somebody who doesn't see light, it can be really important because to some degree, the phone will take care of it. The phones these days are amazing at picking up as much light as they possibly can to take the picture. But it's still something that the photographer needs to think about a little bit. And I encourage people to use a light detector and just make sure there's enough light around. Being able to take pictures with a phone is such an important part of it. You, know, you, can, you can do this as a photographer. You can take pictures of things you want to show people, or you know, here, here are my gorgeous popovers that I just made, or whatever you might want to share. But it's also a matter of our everyday lives these days in getting information about things and in getting visual assistance and using services like Ira and so forth because your skill at using the iPhone's camera will have a great deal to do with what kind of information you can get about your environment or whether it's whether it's finding out what the expiration date is on your yogurt to uh, to whatever you need to know but it's it's not just about being a photographer it's about it's about using the the camera of your iPhone as your eyes and since we've all been spending so much time at home and i suspect others like myself we've had a lot fewer visitors lately than we usually do. So there haven't been very many sighted people coming around and you know, just so we might ask a question of or anything like that. So it's been um in the visual I did a book last year on on visual assistance and in that book I talk about the fact that uh you know, we 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 do get visual assistance from from the sighted people around us, but sometimes that's just not possible. Little did I know that a year later, it was really not going to be possible. So these days, getting visual assistance with your phone is even even more than it, than it has been, because sometimes that's all there is. And, you know, to, to kind of shift gears to the, that book, the Getting Visual Assistance with Your iPhone, um, just to make sure everyone listening knows, uh, National Braille Press has made digital downloads of that book uh, free through August 31st, um, really in response to the COVID pandemic. Um, can you quickly give us an overview of uh, what's in that book? Sure. That book is um, has two parts to it, and they're distinctly different parts. One, The first part of that book is getting visual assistance with the apps on your phone. Everything from, I did this huge amount of research on color identifiers. People are always asking me, what do you think is the best color identifier? Well, that book actually does go into what I think is the best color identifier. And other apps that you might use to get information about your surroundings. 
and the apps like Seeing AI and and ones that a lot of people know about, and then some others that are that are quite not, not quite so well known. One of my favorite things to do in a book is to, to drop something in that that I that I think very few people know about, and it's always always a fun thing to do. So that's the first half of the book. The second half of the book is on services and the services all the way from from um, something called Be Specular, where you can just take a picture and ask a question. Then it goes to Be My Eyes and Ira and services like that. And a lot of detail about those services and how they work and so forth. Um, some Some details of Ira have changed since last year, but for the most part, the, the concept of, of what it's all about and how it works has stayed the same. That book's still very current and very, uh, very, very up-to-date. Great. Thanks. I, I think a really good point here is that this book would be great for somebody who's never used their iPhone camera at all. It doesn't need to be a person who has a lot of experience taking pictures, if you just want to get started and just give it a try and see if it's something that you might find fun, this would be a great book for that. Judy and Cassell, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. Capturing and sharing the world, taking photos and videos with an iPhone is available at our online bookstore at nbp.org for $20.50 in BRF, Word, and DAISY formats. The two-volume hard-copy Braille version of the book is available for $18. Digital downloads in BRF, Word, and DAISY files of getting visual assistance with your iPhone will be available for free, and the hard-copy Braille version is $6 through August 31st. You can also call us toll-free at 888 965 8965 or email us at orders at nbp.org to place an order. For the most up-to-date information on all things National Braille Press, head over to nbp.org and sign up for our e-news. Thanks for listening.